Hello and welcome to Lit Off the Pages, where we drink wine and discuss books. I'm Whitney. And I'm Kara. It's Thirsty Thursday, and this week we have another special two-part episode for you guys. So this is actually episode 10A. Today we're going to be talking about A Court of Thorns and Roses and A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Mass, the first two books of this series. While we sip on Castello de Paggio's Moscato, uh, this wine has notes of orange, blossom flower, white peach, and honey that gives it a uh, crispy finish. And it definitely has some spring court vibes. Very uh, spring court vibes. It has an alcohol content of 7%. And we're going to get started. But first, we have an extra special surprise for you guys, don't we, Kara? Yeah. So today, we actually have our first guest on the show, my husband, Robert. <laughs> he's going to be joining in on the discussion of this series because he also read the books and really enjoyed them. So we thought it would be fun to have the male perspective on these books. And yeah, well, welcome, Robert. Thank you. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. Um, well, as you said, I'm, my name is Robert. I'm Kara's husband. Um, by trade, I'm a technician. I'm also a musician. Um, just got into photography. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's a quick rundown. And it's Longoria mm-hmm. Photography. Longoria Photography. Yes. Yeah. Go yeah. follow them like that. Follow the page. I'd appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this episode. So the name is? To the Stars Who Listen. And the Dreams That Are Answered. All right. Trigger warnings for these first two books of the series include domestic abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, PTSD, anxiety, depression, graphic sexual sequences, Little to no diversity, graphic violence, death, and quote-unquote substance abuse. I feel like when you're reading those, you don't really picture those triggers. Maybe it's because it's a fantasy. But, like, I feel like I don't remember all that stuff. Yeah, half of those, for sure. (laughs) At least half of those, yeah. Well, it's weird because, like, when I look up the trigger warnings for the book, when I started going through them, I was like where yeah but then i would like think about the things that happen in the book and i'm like okay i can see how it applies yeah i guess it's like when you're in your fantasy mind you're like yeah domestic abuse the rules are different for fantasy yeah (laughs) we talked about that before how it's it's different for fantasy yeah there's a lot more leeway with certain things i feel like (laughs) i feel that well uh the summary of this book a court of thorns and Roses is a young adult fantasy uh, by Sarah, Sarah J. Mass. Sorry. You good? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> um, the saga begins with uh, Feyre Archeron, a 19-year-old huntress. She's kidnapped and brought to the fairylands of Prithian. Uh, she kills a fairy wolf, so that's kind of her... Um, her punishment. Yeah, her punishment. Is to go live in the Springport. Yeah, kind of like uh, Beauty and the Beast vibes. That, that's what I got off of it right yeah. away. When I first started, I was like, it's kind of Beauty and the Beast-ish. Yeah, it's Beauty, you know? Beauty and the Beast-ish. Yeah. So like a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. Uh, her kidnapper, Tamlin, High Fae, and he is one of the seven High Lords of Prithian. Mm-hmm. And the this uh, episode, or not episode, um, this book follows Feyre and Tamlin's story and she spends her time in the Fae world and discovers that everything that she thought about fairies is absolutely wrong. What was your favorite part of this book? Gosh, favorite part. Um, I, I guess I'd have to say the way it's written. I mean, she puts so much detail into it. You can kind of imagine, you know, what everything looks like in this, you know, uh, fairy land, if you will. Yeah. You know, so it's easy. it was really easy to follow along. Like to picture the scenery, to picture the scenery, yeah. to picture you know the, like the castles, the the manor, that, the manor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and what about you, Kara? Oh, my favorite thing about this book, um, 
I don't know. You know, I'm a sucker for fantasy. Fantasy is my jam. So I think that, I mean, there was a lot of world building in the first book, which of course you have with any fantasy series. And so I know like in a lot of fantasy series, the world building can get kind of tedious and it can get to be too much, but I feel like Sarah J. Mass did it really well for this one. You got a lot of the background information. You learned the history about what happened, the the war 500 years ago, you know, and some of Prithian's history. And so I really liked that um, she did it really well without it being overwhelming, I felt like. So I feel like that's one of my favorite things about it. I think I like... um like that it it is like a beauty and the beast retelling Uh, that was like one of my favorite childhood disney movies and um just kind of to get that adult version of it yeah Um, with with the different fairies and like the mask being stuck on them right kind of gave those um like the teacup vibes and things like that yeah i the world building was a lot for me but i'm not a big fantasy reader right so like it took the second reread of it for me to actually enjoy it like, I feel like the first time I was reading it because Kara wanted me to. Right. And the second time I was like, okay, I can get with this shit. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I bullied you guys both into reading it. Yeah. She totally did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I, I like, especially the graphic audio, like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was great. I mean, you guys started this podcast and, I mean, I didn't read much before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I kind of wanted to be included because it kind of <laughs> seemed exciting, you know? And It's super and, exciting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I opened it up and, and uh, yeah, same thing. Normally, you know, a, a book like this, um, it's kind of drawn out at the beginning because there's so much you got to learn. There's so much, but, you For know, like you said, she... For people who are she, not avid fantasy readers, it can be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But again, she made it easy to, to kind of get right. hooked and right away. Enjoy, like, yeah. okay, I'll keep going. You well, know? and it's funny because when you were reading this, I told Whitney that you started it and... I was like, well, he doesn't really seem like he's into it. And we were talking about, she's like, he's going to get finished. Like, he's going to get hooked on it. And literally, you were like, I don't know if I'm going to read the second one. And as soon as you started the first book, the very same day you started the second one. It was just really weird for me because it was a, a female's point of view, you know? So I'm yeah. kind of going through her feelings with her yeah. as a guy, you know, cruising down 75. I'm tearing up and, you know. <laughs> But yeah, that took a minute to get used to, you know. Um, From a male perspective, yeah, yeah. I kind of felt like I was, you know. I guess I guess I don't really read a lot of like male perspective or male point of view. We don't get a whole lot of the male perspective, especially with like the romance storylines and stuff. You just don't get a whole lot of it. I feel like men aren't thinking all romantical though in real life. Like, we don't know because we don't get to see it. Her hair smells like flowers. <laughs> That's why I, I think live, about her all day. That is why I like live that. They're like male point of view, Call of Duty. Football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what was your least favorite part? Least favorite part. Or least favorite thing. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I mean, there's other things later, you know. But not in the but, first yeah, not, you know, not in. Well, I guess I was really annoyed that Farrah was, you know, kind of off hunting on her own. And her, you know. With her family. Their family yeah, just chilled at the house that. and just reaped the benefits, you yeah, know, kind yeah. of thing. and. That, she, that was kind of annoying. Like Cinderella-y a little bit. Yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a blend of like Cinderella yeah. with the wicked stepsisters. Yeah, but those are her, real, those sister. are her real sisters. Yeah. yeah, I can't lie. Until I think almost the end, I thought uh, Farrah was the youngest. Yeah, that the kind of the way they, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Elaine was the youngest. The kind of the way they, you know, treated her and yeah, you know, everybody was overprotective of her and yeah, you know, like and, she was the baby of the right, family. Right, right, yeah. right. What about you? Are Sorry. you getting sick on us? I don't know. Sorry. I um, my least favorite part, I think, of this one is just, um, I would probably have to say, I hate the third act breakup. 
Oh, well, like, oh, I and I that hate too. that it was written into this. Ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, uh, and it was really annoying too because it was like right when she was about to break the curse. Yeah, she was like, finally, she was like, like two seconds away from saying I love stuff? you. Yeah. Like, just go away, Feyre. Yeah, and he just sends her away, <laughs> and Lucian's it's like new. over there, like, come on, just give her a couple more days. No, Tam Tam's yeah. like, no. Yeah, they dragged the story way away. out with that one. Yeah, they did. <laughs> no, yeah, that was super annoying. What was your least favorite thing? Uh, that too. That that right. It was right gonna. Also, like the gruesomeness when she was under the. Um, oh, like how graphic like, it was. And her arm being infected and like. Just yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, like curling the whole time. Yeah, but then Rhysand comes and heals her. Well, Lucian does too, right? Lucian. Lucian healed her right after she got there when Tam or when Amarantha had her cronies beat the shit out of her. And then she sent her to her cell until she was ready for to give her the riddle and stuff. Yeah. That was when Lucian came and healed her because her, like, nose was broken. And, and then didn't Lucian's mom also help? Lucian's uh, mom didn't heal her, but when she was doing one of her, like, chores or something with the dirty mop oh, water. she helped her. With, she cleaned yeah. the mop water for her so she could clean the floor. So she had some help. Under, she under did. That she was pretty gruesome, help. though, especially the way she talked about, I can hear this crack. I can hear this crack. Or like I'm sure it's end. broken. I'm sure it's broken. At the you know, end, I mean, when she talks about how she heard her own neck break. Right. Right. Yeah. That Crazy. was. Yeah. That's like super. Like, that's what I am like. Those details don't, don't me bother me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just the weird one because yeah. it doesn't bother you got a weird me. Weird mind, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I watch SVU all the time. You do too. So I mean, I, don't I know do, but I'm not like. Plus, you read stuff uh, like Karen Slaughter and stuff like that. Yeah, so I don't but know I'm not like. I can hear your neck break. Like people are already dead. I guess that's true. I guess well, it's not true. only that she's going through all this already, and she sees this innocent person tied up on the wall, where she gave when she gave the wrong the, name. The wrong name. Yeah. Claire better. Well, that, and then she's like stabbing innocent people in the heart to like oh, yeah. save her man. Yep, to save. Well, yeah, she did it to save everybody. I do that. To she save did it to break though. the curse. Shit. So she had to sacrifice a couple to save everybody. Yeah, I do that. It was a tough call. Not that tough. I do it. <laughs> it really wasn't that tough. I know. I just. I mean, she and, and you gotta sacrifice like two people to save everybody. Everybody to save a whole freaking continent of people. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool too. How like all the um, high lords gave a little piece of their power to save her. Oh my yeah, gosh. yeah I was, cry every time at that part. It was such a great ending <laughs> of that one. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was. Um, and how much man. it paid off later? Well, yeah, for her, you yeah, know? For sure. <laughs> yeah. No, she. Um, yeah, that part was. It makes me cry every time. <laughs> no, are you gonna start crying right now, dude? <laughs> like, We're still on the first book. Gotta get to the second I know. ones. I know. I can't listen to these without crying at least once during. I think like every book, <laughs> except for the one. But yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I totally. I picked up the first one and I was just like, "Yeah, I'll get through this one." But just tell me about the second book, you know. And then I was like, you know, I got to the end. I was like, yeah. Let me just start the other one right away. Yeah. Yep. And it just happened like that all you the way down. You just do the second one, too. Mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah. Well, well, I was going to say, we'll talk about which one was our favorite. Yeah. But, at the end. Um, if you are a fan of the show, please follow, like, and subscribe to our channel. And links to all of our socials can be found at litoffthepages.com. Also, while you're at it, go like and follow Longoria Photography on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, you better go like that right now. Please, appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so we are now going to discuss A Court of Mist and Fury. What about the second book? Yeah. This is the best one in the entire series, if you ask me. You think so? This is my favorite nah, one. 
I feel like Silver Flames. Mm. Mm. Well, well, yeah. Silver Flames is good, but this is... Mm. Okay. Anyway. Go ahead, anyway. So, <laughs> uh, Feyre survived Amarantha's clutches to return to the spring court, uh, but at a steep cost. Though she now has the powers of the High Fey, her heart remains human. And it cannot forget the terrible deeds she performed to save Tamlin's people. Nor has Pharaoh forgotten her bargain with Rhysand, High Lord of the Feared Night Court. As Pharaoh navigates its dark web of politics, passion, and dazzling powers, a great evil looms. She might be key to stopping it, but only if she harness her harrowing gifts. Heal her fractured soul and decide how she wishes to shape her future and the future of the world cleaved in two. What was your favorite part of this one? Oh, my favorite part of this one. You know, I'm going to be honest here. This one kind of got on my nerves a little bit. Like, some parts. Some parts. You, know, you were so team Tam when you know, it was killing me, not telling you. I feel like he just, one. you know, this bargain, you know, that they made, you know, um, that was the end of the second book, or first, first book, book, correct? Yeah. yeah, they made the bargain. He yeah, made the bargain I mean, with her to save her. That you was know, as somebody who was had a woman, you know what I mean, and just have the nerve to come and you know and that's my woman. take her away yeah. like that. You know, even what was it a week at a time during their wedding? Oh, he showed up during, during their, their wedding, wedding. bro. I but was she was gonna call ass. off the wedding anyways, and he she heard was, that. Uh, in her yeah, mind. but she didn't verbalize that. She was saying, "Help me, help me." She didn't not verbalize out in her fucking mind. Said, hey, her mind. <laughs> right. The fuck? Brisanne, but not anybody else. She let Tam Tam know that was fucked up. She was going to. No. He just got there before she, didn't she had say a nothing. She to. was going to marry him. No, she was not. Yes, she was. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. No, she wasn't. <laughs> she was. She was literally about to tell him no, no she and wasn't. then Brisanne showed up because he just winnowed into the She put the dress order. on. She's walking down the aisle. <laughs> you're, you're getting married. And it was then when she's like, oh shit, I cannot do this. It was a hideous dress. Like, I gotta wear stuff like this the rest of my life or forever. (laughs) Also, I can see how Tamlin would be so protective. He just watched his woman get her neck broke. So, yeah, I would have didn't even give her a chance to like train her new powers or to train her new body. She ain't ready for that. She can't even handle knifing a couple people who can handle her powers. He wouldn't even let her outside barely. That yeah, because people, were, yeah, people were starting to sneak in. Yeah, you know, what was, was that one? Much. They pretended to be her dad. Remember? She survived you know? on her own for all those years before she met Tamlin. She did not need Tamlin before Fey World. Before she was, yeah, in not in constant danger. Yeah. she was a bad bitch from day one. She did not Anyways, need Tamlin to protect her. She did Tamlin wrong. You got to admit that she did him wrong. I can't. He I was definitely he was definitely he overprotective. Yeah, you know, he as, you as know, one hundred percent overprotective. What he did was it overshadows anything that would make me be like, okay, she messed up in this situation because everything that he did to her, locking her in the house, and everything else to me didn't deserve like, a conversation. Right, he I deserved mean, a conversation. Yeah, but her family point, was living it up. Right, fixed just her dad's care of him lamp. Uh, they yeah, but, no more. but that gets negated in the end of this book anyways. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not saying he couldn't have did things differently himself, you know, but definitely she, didn't deserve getting walked off. Stress, he gives her sisters up. In the end, stress. so whatever he definitely didn't he deserve, had. definitely didn't deserve getting left on his wedding day. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if she was going to say no, they could have talked about it. Well, yeah, she now is not the right time. There, Literally, I almost got killed by a big worm. She didn't even yep. leave right him now. Then. Is she not, came back. You know, 
My thing she didn't leave him until weeks later when he or months later even when he locked her in the house. Well, yeah, you know that I mean, was when she left him, right? But at that point already, she's already she had a taste gonna, she of was the hold on the wedding originally, right? But at that point, she already got a taste of um, you know the night court mm. and you know and well, all after this that, stuff yeah. and things are but so much better over here. Brainwash, I mean, mm. you know, it was not brainwash. <laughs> Look at our cock <laughs> over here, <laughs> that we hid from everybody. Let all kinds of people not die. <laughs> He showed her the truth, which is something Tamlin would not do. Tamlin wouldn't even tell her what was going on. He wouldn't let her into meetings. He wouldn't let her be involved in anything. You're talking about the first book when he literally couldn't? Talking about the second book. Oh. When did he not include her? Oh, he included in the whole her, first her part of the book. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, he didn't. But she just got her heart. Uh, her she's fully aware person. at that point of everything she that was going on. She killed people. She's not handling that well She's at seeing all. red. But yeah. he, he wasn't even really trying to help it. her heal either, though. He said, here, Feyre, here's some paints. Go paint in the garden. That's what all she wanted to do in the first book. So not now. He didn't even, like, try she to... she switched up real quick once she got a little taste of the Fey life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. She totally I did. Know. I mean, all in all, they could have talked. Yeah. You know... That's just me. Me too. You know, I'm not saying, you know, Rysan's a bad guy, but, you know, he, I I feel <laughs> I mean, like they could have. bad because that's his mate. So I feel like I get him. I'm more mad at Feyre. Yeah. So actually, yeah. This, yeah. for this book, that's actually my favorite part. Chapters 54 and 55 is when she finds out that Reese is her mate. She accepts the mating bond. That's the best part. Oh, and then at the end... At the very, very end? Oh, yeah, they have him. Well, and then at the very, very... Well, I mean, just, like, the whole, like, when he's telling her, like, his everything from his point of view. Yeah. Like, the emotion. Oh, it gets me every time. I've been looking for you But then at the very end of the book, when everything happens in Highburn, and then Reese and everybody goes back to the night court, and she ends up going back to spring court with Tamlin, and he tells everybody that she's High Lady lady of the night court. Oh, I get so pumped at that part every time. I get so pumped and psyched up. I just start freaking out. <laughs> no, that's your favorite part. It's the best part. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part? Um, I think it's when um when Rhysand's teaching her how to read. Rhysand is the most handsome high lord. Right, right. She got to write it twenty times. High lord. At least Tam Tam, he should have taught her how to read. He should have. Yeah. At least that. I mean, yeah. Did he even know? I, I don't remember. Yeah, he, he didn't know. know that she couldn't read. Yeah. What's that mean? She's not going to send her into battle. She couldn't even read yet. You know what I mean? He did, again, again, he didn't even put any effort into her. And what? that's my problem. He didn't put I, any effort into her? That's, he that's saying a lot, bro. He, he took care of her family. He fed her and got her clothes. Okay, but he didn't. Took care of her. Well, he was also counting on her to break the whole curse, curse yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, too but, much pressure on her. but he didn't um, He didn't put any effort, like, after Under the Mountain into making sure that she was okay and to making sure Dude, that she was can healing. can you imagine the stresses He didn't even ask her, years? like, if she can was he, okay. Break he just brushed break? everything under the rug. I mean, right. It was right after too. that, straight back to business, yeah. being a high lord. But, you know, I guess, again, it's just going to be, they could have talked about it. You yeah. know, they could have <laughs> talked about they it. They could have talked about it. Yeah, they could have went to therapy and marriage counseling. <laughs> and... <laughs> least favorite part. <laughs> What's your least favorite part? 
Least favorite part. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's yeah, it's, it's going to be you know him showing up and boy, and Tam, you Tam. know and you know right on his wedding day, you know, <laughs> day after, day before, you know, but you know, right at that point, it's one hundred percent my he least. Couldn't wait till the day after favorite though. part, right? You know, let <laughs> you know? marry someone else, or at least let it happen. Whatever hey, was going to happen, let him happen. Saved her from making a big mistake. <laughs> you know, because I think at one point he did say, you know, if. She would have married him and all that. He would have been, you know. But he didn't. He didn't let her make that decision. Mm -hmm. He showed up. She was already making the decision to not marry him. He just came and saved her from having to be the one to do it. I think she was (laughs) making the decision to, hey, this just needs to slow down a little bit. I just almost got eaten by a giant worm. Let me think for a little bit. This dress is, you know, they didn't let me go and pick pick out my own dress, and you know. kind of letting that yeah she was letting ianthe pick everything she even because ianthe even asked her what kind of flowers she wanted she says anything but red roses but then this bitch shows up with red roses anyways Mm -hmm. that was little see they didn't even listen to her no i think that was on purpose oh ianthe totally did that shit on purpose purpose. i think that was my least favorite part slash thing about this book was ianthe i could not stand her from the very first time she's introduced in this it book. really seems like she kind of wanted tamlin for herself yeah she did kind of thing going she on she wants the power yeah. it's not even that she wants tamlin she just wants a high lord she wants the power she wants to not have to answer to anybody else be able to do what she wants she just wants the power and you can get that throughout the entire story I don't like that bitch. My least favorite part was how quickly Vera moved on from Tamlin. All right, you guys are too Tamlin. We get it. No, I just, I mean, I love Ray Sam. He's one of my favorite characters in the series. But that was like, she could have waited a whole book before she did that. Like, they could have just been friends and had some respect to her. They did develop a friendship. That's. She's disgusting, bro. She's like, <laughs> I want this fairy penis. She's disgusting. Let me have from one to the next one. She just wanted some fairy pee. <laughs> she even said it in the book. She goes, um, she said she just wants yeah. fun and She's like, maybe I just want, I would have hopped on anybody. That was, me. well, yeah. Well, she says maybe I just, um, that she's she talking about, him, yeah, well, she was talking about love. She said, maybe I just felt she was like the first thing that gave me a little bit of attention. <laughs> That's not true, because she had um, Isaac Hale in the first book. Exactly. She was a hornball. She did three people. On a stack of hay? On a stack of hay? Well, in all fairness, she was sharing a house with four people and only one bed in the place. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. True. This is, this is true. She had to go find a barn. <laughs> Where else is she supposed to get another one? I could have got a hotel or Motel 8. What do they call those? Motel 6. Motel 6. Super 8. Super 8. You were both on. They could have done Stop by the Hilton. Oh, man. She really had money to eat, bro. I know. She could have sold that wolf pelt. I know. She could have went and got a couple more pelts. Hey, that was how cold, low-key. Like, how she killed that. She knew it was a fairy. She she had a feeling, yeah. Oh yeah, he stared at like, her. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyway. So I'm gonna shoot this. We're hating her heart. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for this one. Thanks so much for listening, guys. This show really wouldn't be possible without you. If you are a fan of the show, please subscribe to our channel and links to all of our other socials can be found at letoffthepages.com.
Thanks, Kara and Rob. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and everybody listening at home, uh, be sure to tune in to the next episode right after this one. And we're going to be discussing the last three books in the series. Until our next episode, remember to read between the lines.